Blog Talk Radio. Welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Voodoo Root Work Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California and online at luckymojo.com. I am your announcer, Reverend James of folkhunter.com in North Carolina, and in just a moment we'll be joined by our co-hosts, Catherine Ironwood of luckymojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjureman of conjuremanconsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we welcome our special guest, Deacon Millett of ForkAlters.com in the high desert of California, bringing us today's topic of money, luck, and hard times. They will take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, and root work as designed and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodoists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening. And if you're selected from among those who have signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first let's catch up with our co-hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Conjure Man. Ms. Cat? Hi. Hi, Reverend James. Thank you so much for filling in as our announcer. This show Hello, is so absolutely. long. <laughs> this show <laughs> is so long running. We have Hosts, co-hosts, guest hosts, announcers, <laughs> fill-in announcers, guests, and fill-in guests. <laughs> it's lovely to hear we your voice. All. We have it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, before I I move on, what are you up to these days, Reverend James? Since we don't often get to hear you as a announcer. Ah uh, well, I'm I'm currently in Erie, Pennsylvania, um, at our northern house, and uh, packing up stuff to move back to uh, my kind of hometown area in North Carolina. So, lots of busy, busy, busy moving and packing, and lots of fun stuff like that. Wow. So, what's going to happen to the house in Pennsylvania? Uh, we're going to end up putting it up for auction um, in, sometime in the spring. Oh, really? So you're going to be completely North Carolinian at that point? Absolutely. I'm going back to my roots. <laughs> that's your old home. Okay. Yeah, that's where you I know, grew uh, up with my, and then spent time with my grandparents. Well, just to let you know, during the last um, several days, I, you know, I'm on Hoodoo Psychics every Friday and Saturday. And on Friday and Saturday, I had people call who were from North Carolina and wanted to know mm. if there was a root worker in North Carolina. And the strange thing was that there's now two air members in North Carolina, you and Heidi Holton. And if I'm not mistaken, fairly soon there'll be a third one um, when your partner, Art, uh, you know, joins us in this happy band, right? Exactly. And we'll all be in kind of like this very tri-city area because um, uh, Heidi's supposed to be moving back to her old town, so she'll be very close by. Really? Well, isn't that interesting? So, yeah, it's just um, it's uh, North Carolina. This year, North Carolina is the place to be for hoodoo. 
But I love that. All right. Well, to catch people up on what I'm doing, oh, my gosh, there's Heidi Holton right now in yes. our chat. <laughs> yes, Hi, Heidi. <laughs> I just saw her pretty picture. Nice avatar, Heidi. That's You look good. Tiny as that picture is, I know who, exactly who it is from the silhouette, you know, even sitting far away from my computer. Great avatar, Heidi. Um, well, um, yeah, North Carolina is the place to be. Well, we're up here in North Carol, North California, and uh, <laughs> and um, it's um, it's been dry. It's been, you know, hard work and doing a lot of work, filling a lot of orders in the shop. I want to give a big shout out to Leslie, Nikki, Heidi, and Eileen for particularly working really, really hard, and Max, Max also. They've been really pushing the orders through, and Eileen has been um, doing double duty. We have so many candle orders at Missionary Independent that Eileen, after umpty, umpty years working for us, finally said, you know, I'd like to read candles, which was a complete surprise. I didn't think she was interested in reading candles. She said, no, I've always been interested, and I just never thought you needed me. And so she has become our newest candle reader. And uh, Eileen has been making products, dealing with customers, shipping, working, anything. I mean, if you get a package of anything that's gone through Eileen's hands one way or the other, she either packed it or she packed it in the box that got shipped to you. And so she is doing candle reading for us. So big shout out to Eileen for that. Colleen is handling most of the invoicing, but Leslie is helping. So the shop is doing very well, very well these days. I'm very happy to know it. We are still on the crawling out of the hole financially, which kind of brings us to our topic for today, but I don't want to jump ahead. COVID has hit small businesses with a lot of trouble, and um, we didn't escape it completely, just to say that. So your orders are much appreciated, and that's what's happening here. Oh, and I'm working on my Patreon material. I've been working on hypnotism lately, and um, the fruits of that are being um, distributed to my patrons. And last year's fruits, which are about um, psychic readers of the past, are being distributed now for free. So if you're one of those people who didn't sign up and become a patron and just decided to hang out for a year and see what is going on with this thing, now you see what the free pages are like. But if you have a a couple of bucks to spare per week, you can help me out. Uh, join my Patreon support team. Um, you don't have to pay much, and I'll be able to turn out new web pages every week on a variety of metaphysical, occult, folkloric, and ethnographic, and musical, and tassiomantic, and um, hypnotic subjects. And I would appreciate any support. You all have been reading my free pages for years. Now, give me a couple of bucks in my old age here so I can keep on making pages. (laughs) The free ride isn't over, though. If you don't have the money to sign up as a patron, even for $2 a week, um, you'll get the pages. You'll just have to wait a year while the patrons can tiptoe through them and enjoy them and pick them up and throw them over their head like golden coins. But you won't get to for a year. Anyway, 
That's what's new here. How about you, Conjure Man? What's happening in your world? Things are, are going quite well. Uh, it's really, really uh, warming up. Have you been following along, Kat, uh, the drying up of the riverbeds and the waters uh, that are going around around the world? So there's a massive drought happening in uh, California, of course. Uh, Californians are being told, don't use water if you can. Uh, don't you know, water the lawn too much. Uh, the Yangtze River in China, its tributaries are basically all dried up, which is going to lead to massive salmon. The big one was... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Just a moment, Contraband. The way you said that, you're just like a lecturer in a university, and that's going to lead to massive famine. Just, I love your style, man. That was so, it, you know. Look, with where I'm, I'm giving the news <laughs> as I can. <laughs> the news I love reader. you, countryman. You're so truth-telling. <laughs> <laughs> but then, Abby, this, this thing that really tripped me out, Kat, is that so the riverbeds in Europe have sunk to such a degree that they're revealing these old engraved stones that happened at the last drought in the medieval era. So in the medieval era, there was this massive drought that happened, and the waters receded to such a degree that people started to write on the stones, and it was stuff like, if you see this writing, you are doomed, or if you see this writing, pray to God. It's like really, really bad. But the waters, we haven't seen those stones for centuries because the rivers have been high, and now the riverbed is receding and the rivers are kind of declining, we now see these old inscriptions and these old settlements and these old markers of the last catastrophe that happened. I'm like, oh, this I, uh, I've seen of some of those too. Yeah, I've seen them. If you can read this, you're doomed. Um, really, really uh, difficult yes. messages to read from the past. And um, yeah, there yeah. they are. They have been revealed. And it's been um, it's been quite quite awful. Uh, not just I mean oh, you know yeah. I'm so used to people make fun of California. Why do you live there? You have wildfires. Why do you live there? You got droughts. It's not just us anymore, folks. When Australia started burning, I knew it wasn't just us. Yeah. And then when Europe went into this extended heat wave and drought, I knew it wasn't just us. It's the whole planet. You all done laughing at California now. I hope you're all done because yeah, it's happening global, to you too. <laughs> it is. It really is. And there's a. Meanwhile, there's you know, uh, people dying of flash floods in Pakistan. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. I, I, you know, I don't know if. Um, oh, and the sunspots. You forgot to mention the sunspots, Conjureman. Mm, they mm, had a. There, we're on an upswing of a sunspot cycle, and um, there's, uh, you know. There was a little blackout in Europe and Africa. All radio communication shut down because of a sunspot, solar flare, you know, um, mass ejection event. You know, I mean, we're not we're not to the ultimate root. And and those are quote unconnected unquote, right? You understand what I'm saying? Those are quote unconnected unquote. I have a whole um, feeling about. Um, the astrological implications. I don't even want to get into it. We don't have time. This is a different show. But my God, it's all happening and it's not good. So fasten your seatbelts, folks. It's um, and um, and try some growing cactuses and succulents instead of whatever you were growing. It's pretty bad out there. Well. We have a guest, 
and he's moving to North Carolina. No, no, we, I'm sorry. <laughs> not I'm sorry. We have an announcer moving to North Carolina. I'm sorry. I'm completely distracted. We have a guest who is bicoastal, Mr. Bicoastal. Um, uh, we have um, Deacon Millet, who is based in Joshua Tree, a desert. How's the drought down there? Um, well, we got actually a lot of uh, heavy-duty rains um, that have me wondering if I need flood insurance. Oh um, no, you got a flash flood? Well, oh, yeah. well, I'm in a I'm in a hundred-year floodplain. So if the biggie comes, my whole house gets and and the and the chapels get you know filled with water. Um, wow. So. And and regular insurers won't even insure it. You have to go to the government for insurance. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of uh, been on my mind a lot. It, it, the the weather is just crazy. Um, yeah. Well, as I as I mentioned before, you're bi-coastal, so you're also um, spending some time on the East Coast. What's the weather like back there? Well, back on the East Coast, it's um, been relatively pleasant for the last bit of time. I'm right on the water, you know, in Baltimore, so um, very humid. Um, But Baltimore's had some almost 100-degree days, and it's like, well, that's Joshua Tree. You know, I mean, it it doesn't doesn't compute anymore. Yeah, Um, Joshua Joshua Tree comes to Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, it it does not wow. make very good sense. Well, um, also, Deacon Millet, I know you've been uh, doing a lot of hard work at Hoodoo Psychics. And so we, before we get into our topic, can you tell me what's up new at Hoodoo Psychics? I know we've had new members joining, and uh, and I know you're making a, a offer of uh, free reading. So why don't you tell us just a little bit about what's going on at Hoodoo Psychics? Well, and I, I feel like the free readings are, are part of our topic today. You know, yes. everybody is, everybody's having, you know, economic hard times. Well, if you need a reading, um, if you follow us on Facebook and every Monday or Tuesday, come to the Hoodoo Psychics page on Facebook and comment on the drawing for a free 15-minute reading, um, and you, you know it, it's it's a great money-saving thing. We'll put I, I will put 15 minutes worth of credit into your Hoodoo Psychics account, and you can call any of our fine readers. And don't worry that you're ripping somebody off. This comes out of our advertising budget. The reader gets paid too, so. Um, you know, it's just something to to kind of spread the love around during these these rough times. So please follow Hoodoo Psychics on Facebook and Instagram, and please come comment um, on the contest so that you can win. Um, it's you know it's easy, no hard no hard labor on you. Just stop in, say hello, and get a free reading. So what happens is they get an account made for them and there's money put on their account, right? So they Correct. don't have to they don't have to give any money, they don't have to do anything. They just get 15-minute free reading. Now you can't beat yep. that, folks. 
So I want to see a whole lot of you come out and sign up. Now, these contests are nice because they are posted on Monday. They run all day Tuesday, and the winner is selected on Wednesday. And it's so easy to find this contest or giveaway, as it really is. It's at um, facebook.com and then forward slash hoodoo psychics. All one word, all run together. That's it. And um, I know that I've been giving free readings to people through this because some of them tell me, yeah, yeah, I won this reading with you. So <laughs> I know it's working for them. They're also picking other people. There's about um, there's more than 30 readers now at Hoodoo Psychics, right? It's It's been amazing. You know, we I think we've been talked a little bit on the radio show here uh, about how we wanted to to get more people in air and more people in hoodoo psychics and more people joining communities um, and we've we've had wonderful success with that so um, very gratified by all the people who've come forward and said yes this is this is when we want to hang out our shingle and and start um, a new trade and um, everyone has been vetted everyone is a graduated student of yours and it's just um, it's it has been one of the highlights of the year I think to see all the different um, members joining up yeah it's been it's been really nice and it's so nice for me when I go and and log into Hoodoo Psychics to see there's always people available. And um, I did one of those stupid things last night. I, I went to bed without turning myself off of Hoodoo Psychics, and I got woken up out of a sound sleep when someone on the East Coast, of course, they're three hours ahead of me, they woke up and phoned me because I was still lit up in green, you know. <laughs> Nagashiva had to, had to answer the phone for me, and I went staggering down the hall, grabbed my tarot cards, and managed to do a reading for them. And it was a it was a good reading too. But I was like, oh my gosh, I wasn't expecting to wake up that way. But there's no, pretty much always yeah, right. there's pretty much always someone online. I can't say that it's twenty four seven, but it's darn close. And I sure made it 24-7 by forgetting to turn myself off. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Hoodoo Psychics is a good place to be. Well, we have a, a, a topic, and we're going to talk about the topic now. So um, this is about money luck, how to have money luck in hard times. Now, we all know, I don't think we are not going to surprise anybody by talking about um, mm. the economy is about as bad as the climate right now. It's, yeah, it's funky out there. And it's uh, it's less predictable. The climate is going to hell in a handcart. We know that. The economics are going up, down, up, down, sideways. And um, it's been one thing after another. It's, you know, like all this student loan uh, debt got forgiven. I hope they have a way to pay for it, but it's great that they did it. Then all of a sudden out of the east come the the right-wing fanatics who say it's bad to forgive student loan. My God, what were they thinking? Because all the corporations had their loans forgiven, but no, mm -hmm. not students. They shouldn't. So there's a lot of conflict in the country about money. Who owns mm -hmm. it? Who gets to play with it? So the economics of you, your little small-time business, your job, will you be laid off? Is the company that you're working for on the verge of collapse? This is a question I'm getting asked 
every week someone calls up, mm-hmm. well, I work in a restaurant, and they're thinking of just closing it. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's, it's happening a lot. And then there are people who simply will not come back to work. They got a taste of the, um, I don't know what it was, kicking back and watching Netflix, and they got some checks from the government, and now going back to work for $15, 16 17 18 19 even $20 an hour just doesn't appeal to them anymore. And um, whole gray market economies are growing up, people trying to start their own little businesses. It's a quite of a shift. Now, we predicted this back when, <laughs> back when the planet Uranus mm-hmm. entered Taurus. We predicted this, so don't say we didn't, because we did. And, um, wow, you can read all about that. I, I wrote out my prediction, and I posted it at um, themystictearoom.com. And it's still we're still working our way through this rather unexpected financial craziness. So let's uh, talk about this, uh, Deacon. Tell us what you recommend people do for money luck in hard times. Well, I think that there are just there are so many uh, possibilities, and you just have to find the ones that uh, appeal to you most, um, that are easiest for you to do. Um, certainly, we have a, a little book, um, Cashbox Conjure, that is super helpful um, in all these things. But whether it's a lodestone spell or a honey jar, um, there are so many different ways to bring money um, your way. And I think the first thing um, is the law of attraction. You know, we talk about it, but if you spend your time staring at the difficult parts instead of the parts that you're grateful for, you're just going to bring more sorrow to yourself financially. So um, just look at the little things where things go right and and try to be grateful for those because right now we are, I think what's happening is that life is very uncertain right now. And when we're uncertain, we don't want to spend anything we want to hold on to it. And I think that that's a very valid um, attitude. But um, we can also be doing things like using uh, the Bible to tuck away money for the future and for emergencies. We can be doing steady work um, jobs to to improve ourselves and, and get more gigs. We can do boss fix work to get um, a raise there are, you know, just a myriad of ways to um, to get through this and to not feel completely beaten down by it. So I, I think the first thing you have to look at is where are your opportunities? Could you maybe get a raise? Could you maybe get an additional job? Could you maybe be more frugal in, in your food choices? Um, could you help someone? Instead of focusing on on your fears, could you reach out and help another person instead? Um, And anything we can do to expand our feeling of possibility, um, I think, is good for us. Well, you know, that's easy to say, but um, Mm -hmm. 
it's really we need some practical ways to work too. And thank you for mentioning Miss Phoenix's book, Cashbox Conjure. It's a good book. She's a Taurus. She knows how to handle money. And um, and we may be um, sharing a couple little spells from there today. What I think is so important. You're right. You have to have a good attitude in times like this because. There still is money in circulation. The banks haven't shut down. The problem is how much of it gets circulated to you. And you know and I know, we all know, that the corporations are not going broke. It's just spiraling upwards like a vacuum cleaner. They're vacuuming all the money up to their end of the of the uh, uh, teeter-totter, I guess you could say, leaving us with little and less. And so one of the things we have to do is to... Um, branch out, many people are running two jobs, even three jobs these times, to try to keep themselves uh, on a good financial footing. Now, multiple streams of income is one of my favorite uh, ways to keep Mm -hmm. yourself afloat in hard economic times. And I tell everybody, if you can do anything, whether it's making wire wrap jewelry or uh, planting seeds and starting new little flowers and selling them at the flea market in four-inch pots, four-inch color, as we call it around here. Whatever it's going to be, whether you can bake bread and and sell it um, to clients or whether you can read tarot cards and sell your uh, services that way to clients. Whatever you can do, you may need to have that extra job in addition to a regular job. If you want to have only self empowered jobs, entrepreneur jobs, you need more than one in these hard times. So I'm going to talk a little bit about money luck. So money luck is um, not the same as, you know, always saving, but money luck can come to those who do save. And so one of the first things I tell people is, Go through all of those expenses that you have that are monthly draws out of your bank account or your PayPal or whatever they, however you have them set up, and check. Do you really need all of those things? Because they're the twelve dollar here and the twenty five dollar there and the fifty two dollar there. They add up, and you tend to forget about them. So make an inventory of where your money is going, and then. Cut out those things you don't need. Write them down on a piece of paper. Burn the piece of paper. They're gone. Let them go. Cast the ashes to the wind. It's a symbolic gesture, but it will help you. Then the things that do bring you money, you want to empower those to bring you more money. So set up a money altar. And with that money altar, you can do things like, um, you know, Talk about your streams of income. Draw a money bag with little streams of income coming into it. You know, my tarot card readings, my Patreon supporters, my shop, Mm -hmm. my book royalties. You know, these are my personal ones, you know. Um, um, And then um, bless those streams of income. Put a coin at the end of each one and um, move them along with a, you know, put them under a candle and move them along and move them into that money bag when you have Money, the coins are in the money bag that you've drawn. Uh, fold it up, wrap it up, bury it under your doorstep or where you work or wherever you get your money. That's a way of bringing money to you. You can put a lodestone with it, and it'll even be more powerful. 
but I like to use money to draw money. What about you, Contraman? What kind of money spell would you recommend for people? Yeah, I think uh, multiple streams of income is, uh, in terms of practical advice, is really important. Um, the reason I, I, I emphasize, I want to emphasize this, is because when we're in states of uncertainty, we want to make sure that if something goes wrong to one stream, another one is there. Uh, this is crucial. I think um, people seem to fail to realize just how precarious a situation you can be in. If suddenly you lose your job tomorrow, the question is, will you be able to make rent over the next six months? If the answer mm -hmm. is no, then you better you better have an alternative stream of income, something that's also coming in that can, can that can support you and that can in that regard. So one of the things I use and I encourage people to use a lot is alfalfa and alkanet in any type of money work. I've mentioned them before, and the reason for it is that alfalfa and alkanet work really well together. They pair to ensure to protect your money from poverty and from jinxes. One of the first things to go, and one of the reasons why we keep talking about money as uncertain, is that money is mercurial. It's the first thing to go when you've been jinxed. It's the first thing to go when you hit a bit of bad luck. Indeed, health can often come quite later. Only certain signs, for example, cancers and Pisces in particular, can bodily manifest a jinx where they get ill really quickly. But for most people, you might catch like a little bit of a cold, but it wafts away. It's money that'll go. Even a relationship problem, maybe a little bit of bump in the road, but nothing particularly major. But a very minor jinx can really disrupt your finances. And so Algolfa and Alkanet goes a long way to protecting it. What I say is that if you've got a money altar going out, keep alfalfa and alkanet on any type of money jar. Keep uh, alfalfa and alkanet in the jar, and it will protect your wealth. It'll keep it safe. One way that I do this, and it's a really great little charm, is you take a dollar bill from your paycheck or from your wealth and write your petition on that dollar bill. Then you place a pinch of alfalfa and alkanet and a little bit of cinnamon to draw, keep drawing money in. You fold the dollar bill until it's nice and small. Then you take a gator's claw and you put it into the gator's claw. And using red string, you sort of manipulate it so it looks like the gator claw is holding on to the money. It's pretty easy to do. It just takes a little bit of using red, th red thread. You wrap it around, kind of cross it, and it, it's held by that gator's claw. Then you feed this money drawing, money stay with me oil. And so keep this gator's claw on your money altar or in your pocket. Your money remains safe, and it will continue to flow into you. It will keep poverty and bad luck away. That's really a good one and a very old-fashioned one. Wrapping it with red string is, um, that's really, really good. And um, uh, don't worry, you can use a little bit of glue if you need to. Uh, it doesn't yeah. have to be completely glueless. <laughs> to say. Um, and I have, I have thrown alkanet and alfalfa in, and chamomile into my wallet, just loose even. Mm, um, yeah, and yeah. It's um, it, they're amazing to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Funny that mm. you mentioned that. I'm drinking chamomile tea right now as we speak, <laughs> and um, uh, chamomile tea has many, many properties. It's a antioxidant. It's used uh, medically, and it's used for uh, immune support and many other things. But because it has um, 
these little center that looks like a little tiny gold coin. People use it along with most of the daisy families that have that little golden center. They're all used for a money luck because they look like coins. And uh, so drinking chamomile tea is a good one. And it'll, you know, you just um, say your little prayer over it and um, there you go. Um, I'm going to take a sip of it now and and let uh, Deacon Millet talk. <laughs> I just want to well, say the, oh, another another testament for the uh, putting it loose in the wallet. I think that's such a great uh, tool. I knew a guy who would put alfalfa and alkanet in his wallet before he went into the casino or before he went gambling. And he said, it's to make sure that even if I don't win, at least I don't lose any money, that my wallet will never be empty. And so he, his luck always fluctuated. Sometimes he'd win big, sometimes he wouldn't really win that much, but he would never walk away with an empty wallet because he get alfalfa and alkanet in it. That's a good one. You know, another one is sassafras leaf, but you have to, mm, yeah, um, yeah. they need to be pressed flat sassafras leaves. Someone who lives where sassafras grow could make a little bit of money pressing sassafras leaves, placing them between two little pieces of cardboard in a little sleeve and selling them. Because um, there's no, you can buy ground-up sassafras leaf, you can buy sassafras root, but those little flat leaves are, and people sometimes will use them fresh, actually. So if you live where sassafras is, a sassafras is a plant that has three shapes of leaves. There's a, a single shape, then there's a kind that looks like a mitten with a thumb, and then there's one that looks like a hamsa hand. It has like two thumbs or bilaterally symmetrical. Uh, the one that I was taught to use is the one with the mitten with the thumb. You put your dollar bill, you put your sassafras leaf, and you fold the thumb over the dollar bill, see? And then you put it in your wallet, and that's to hold your money. That's great. Nice. That's great. I'm a, that is I'm a big I... fan of uh, I'm a big fan of cash boxes. Um, these work really, really well. Uh, they're kind of old-timey. Back in the day, they were literally quite, uh, they were made out of coffee tin cans. But now you can actually buy cash boxes. They're pretty easy to get hold of. But you put in any sort of loose change, any cash in your wallet. You add it, and you place a lodestone over it. You put in your cinnamon stick, a John the Conqueror, alfalfa, alkanet, five-finger grass in the box itself, smoke the box in money drawing, incense, anoint the four corners in oil, and regularly feed that um, uh, lodestone as you add more and more money to it. This is both practical in that it creates a sort of cash reserve if you're not a fan of the savings account uh, for a rainy day or for urgency, you know, you have car repairs or whatnot, uh, you can use it, um, but you build your wealth using that cash box. The use of the box here is really good because it contains the power. So it's slightly different from like a lodestone altar. Think of it more like a, almost like a portable altar in which the lodestone roots and everything is kept within the cash box that you open and close. And then once a month, you're supposed to use the cash. Now, this varies from region to region. Some people say you're supposed to use all the cash, send it back out into the world so that it draws more money back into you. Some people say you're only supposed to use half of the cash, making sure that the box is never fully empty, that there's only something that remains. So there are some regional variations here in regards to what you do with it. But the idea is that you accumulate, you build, you build, you build, you send some of it out in order to bring further wealth. 
contain all of that power in that box. The more you work in the box, the more you smoke it, the more oil you add to the four corners, the more you feed the lodestone, the more powerful it will get, and the more tremendous the results will be, the more sort of marvelous they are. As you build it over the years, you'll find that you'll come across instances where you're making, you know, prize winning at casinos or winning lottery tickets and things like that, sudden influxes of cash, and that'll be a result of that cash box. Well, you you just anticipated because I um, had a thing marked, and maybe Nagashiva can put it through. In Cashbox Conjure, on page 47, there's a spell that I contributed to this book, and it's mm. called Locking Up Your Cash to Keep It With You. And oh, great. This, this is uh, similar but different. You know, it's always different. <laughs> so um, yeah. the Nagashiva is going to put that one through. This is, you start off with buying a dial face combination padlock and a length of matching lightweight steel chain and a wooden box that's just large enough to hold unfolded currency stacked. And the lock will have a multi-digit numerical code to open it. So you're going to memorize that converse, that combination, and you never use those numbers to bet the lottery ever, ever, ever. Right? Now, you um, oil the box inside and out with money stay with me oil and magnet oil. And on a piece of currency, you write the total amount of money you intend to accumulate. Say, oh, this box is going to end up holding $1,000 or 2000 whatever. You're going to write this down. And your purpose, oh. such as this will be $2,000 for me to make a, a purchase of a refrigerator and a freezer combo or whatever it is you want, you know. And um, Or I need... You know, 30000 in this box, make a down payment on a house or whatever it's going to be. You place the petition in the box, pray that all the money added will only be used for the purpose you've declared. And you put in $1 in seed money in the box, wrap the chain around it, and padlock it. And every night, as you empty your pockets and you pull out any bill of any denomination, just one bill of any denomination, you unlock the padlock, undo the chain, and add the bill. Once a week, dress the outside of the box with the two oils. Take a moment to change out any five ones in the box for a five, any two fives for a ten, any two tens for a twenty, and every five twenties for a hundred. And if you don't have hundreds that come to you naturally, just go to the bank and get them. Just turn them in, and then you put the hundred in. Because soon enough, the box will be so full, all you will be able to have room for is hundreds. And when the box can hold no more hundreds, you put it away in a safe place and start another box. And always mm-hmm. remember, you can make it if you try. <laughs> That's powerful work. Amazing. That's a similar but different. See, there's so many ways. People think, oh, what mm-hmm. are the rules I love for that. hoodoo? The rules for hoodoo is well, let's talk about money in a box, and there's going to always be different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. So, um, Deacon Millet, how about you throw us another one? Well, um, I'm a big uh, pyrite fan. Um, and uh, one of the things that I have done lately um, to try to break through some of this stagnant energy is um, I have a glass uh, faux crystal punch bowl 
that I got at flea market. And in the bottom of that, I put um, iron pyrite. Uh, I like the, the nuggets that feel like nuggets of gold. And then I used a rose of Jericho, um, placing it in in water above that pyrite and letting it reopen and revitalize. Um, because, you know, we've been so, um, you know, money seems to be atrophying. So I wanted to, to do something that would open up and um, kind of uh, bring back to life the economy. Um, so that's that's another uh, very different kind of a working um, on on the money theme. Yeah, pyrite is uh, very interesting. Uh, there was a workshop um, given by Clifford Lowe, and at the uh, 2022 Virtual Hoodoo Heritage Festival, and um, he talked about lodestones, lodestone riders, and he also talked about the use of pyrite with lodestone. And as he pointed out in his very scientific way, uh, pyrite is a ferrous metal but not a magnetic one. But pyrites like to cluster around lodestones. And that's they they sort of draw courage and they also provide decoration. Lodestones tend to be gray, maybe a little rusty, maybe a little white quartz streak. If you have a nice big lodestone that you're going to put with your money to make a nest of money or something of that nature, little pyrites all around it are wonderful. And um, they're, they're uh, very cheerful. They, they cast light upon the subject, and they make a nice addition to a lodestone altar, even though they're not magnetic themselves. Hmm. I'd like to make a, a testimony for uh, sun oil, which is really great for wealth work. We often associate things in Jupiter and Mercury with money, and certainly that's true. Jupiter has a connection, and Mercury has a connection to currency, and both are really useful. But the accumulation of wealth is generally solar in nature because the sun governs gold and wealth. And it's also connected to things like rulers. So a little bit of sun oil dabbed onto pyrite, really works wonders. A little bit of uh, sun oil used on your candle uh, on, a love, on, a, on a money altar or a luck altar can go a long way towards really bringing in wealth. And so one of the things that you want to think about is not just quick luck, but enduring luck, not just enduring money. And when you have money that endures, that's when it becomes wealth, and that is solar. I love the idea of sun oil on pyrite. That's brilliant, mm-hmm. and I will not forget it. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Very that's really good. Yeah, that's excellent. Because, um, see, the one thing that people get this, they get screwed up with pyrite because it's called fool's gold, and they think, oh, I'm a fool to want it. That's a bad name mm-hmm. for it. Iron pyrite is a good, good enough name. But the best pyrite is slightly yellowish it's um it's there is sort of pale pyrite but the really good pyrite has a goldenish touch to it and that's because it has some sulfur in it and you know it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that makes it pyrite uh the best pyrite has nice cubicle crystals also um it's worthwhile getting yourself um, a few nice pieces of pyrite and dress them with sun oil is just so perfect because it's to kind of glamorize that 
golden glow that they have. Very, very nice idea. That's that's great. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, the the um, another thing you can do for luck in hard times is ask yourself, am I going to be wanting to get a job or I'm going to start a business? Because there are two different ways to work. If you're going to start a business in your home, you're going to want to start with a little bit of an altar set up around where you work, whether you have a work table, whether you work at a computer, whether you're working at your phone and just sitting in your lazy boy, whatever it is you're doing at home, there's going to be a place where you do it. Make sure you have a place that where you do it. And that place is a good place to burn money house blessing incense and money um, house blessing and money drawing oils can be used to dress your hands. If you, um, because if you're working at home, money house blessing is exactly what you want. So money drawing, Mm -hmm. money house blessing go together very nicely for that. There's also, um, you know, attraction oil and others that will draw money to you, but they'll work anywhere. Now, if you're going to be starting your own business and you're going to be in a bricks and mortar place, you have to clean that space out. Uh, Usual thing be to clean it out with Chinese wash and um, to give it a good, clean start. And then you're going to be using a a scrub with some money-drawing oil in the water. And um, some people will put in a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of sugar into the hot water that they use for this scrub. And you're going to brush it inward from the sidewalk up to the doorstep, up the steps, and into the building. And this can be done, it, it used to be done by people, they would renew it once a week. And some people told me it's not enough just to go out to the sidewalk straight out from your door. You want to go to the left and to the right a little ways Mm -hmm. and just sprinkle some of that and brush it toward Mm -hmm. you so that people coming down the street from the left, people coming down the street from the right, people coming from the curb, park their car. So it's a three-way kind of thing, and they're all going to be brushed in to your um, place of business. Put up a lodestone in your cash box or whatever you're going to do, and um, you know, do do what you need to do to uh, get money coming in. But that's the start. Now, some people will burn some money drawing incense in the place before they set up all the furniture and everything, just to sort of smoke it clean and get it going as a place to attract money. But these days, more people work in their home, and so that room where you work, you want to make sure that you've prepared that room for success. And if you uh, clean the area by hand. You can use a little bit of money drawing in the uh, after you've done the cleaning, you know, like Chinese wash or whatever. You can use a little bit of money drawing oil in some warm water and just do a little wipe down of the areas that need a little bit of a, a touch of money drawing. Yeah, so I've, I've been doing uh, some uncrossing work for people who actually seem cursed monetarily, um, not just contracted and, you know, but literally on a daily basis, having like the refrigerator fail, having, a, you know, something wrong with the car, having, you know, just a series of completely random and unexpectedly difficult things. You know, we all, we all save for a rainy day, but when it's a rainy week, um, it can really mess you up. And um, I have 
definitely been been offering some free uh, hexbreaker candles to try to lift that from from mm. people. And it's a very different thing. You will know if you're experiencing that sort of of crossed condition versus just economic bad weather, hard times, a little bit of difficulty. Um, but uh, it's it's important when you see things that are happening all together in a lump, like suddenly you've lost one of your gigs and, um, you know, sprained your ankle and have a doctor's, you know, it, it, things, things like that are just not normal. So I do think that, uh, you know, uncrossing work can be very useful um, in, in hard times. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I think one of the themes we're seeing uh, right now is uh, stability, right? Stabilizing in order to address the uncertainty. Uh, Luck in uncertain times, money in uncertain times. What we're doing is we're trying to nail it down. So you have money boxes. You have protection of money. You have uncrossing of money. You have all these techniques that are really about stabilizing uh, because you're out at sea. And the sea is going up and down, and you're trying to find your bearings. And that's really what's happening, whether it's personal bad luck or it's an economic downturn. Whatever is bringing about the uncertainty, you're out at sea, and you're trying to find your sea legs. So one technique that I tell people is that any type of enduring uh, root work is what you want to do to address money long-term and luck in uncertain times. That's an alter work, whether that's a money box or a lodestone, whatever, long-term. Here. And one particularly good conjuring that I think is so phenomenal for addressing luck in uncertain times and bringing in wealth is to use a money tree. And again, there's a variety of techniques for how to create a money tree. Uh, generally, they're ferns, but they can be other plants as well. Uh, generally, what you do is you take a dollar bill or some type of currency, you write your petition on it. This is the way I was taught. You wrap it in a cinnamon stick. So you say, take a big cinnamon stick, wrap the dollar around it. Uh, you touch, give it just a touch of honey for sweetness. And then you tie it to the roots of the plant. So you pull the plant out a little bit or you pull the dirt out. Other people just, if you've got a potted plant, you just pull the plant out and you place it at the bottom of the potted plant. But I was taught to actually tie it to the roots so that over time the roots would go through, absorb it, it would kind of dissolve the money, and it would grow into that tree. And so long as you kept the tree alive, alive, luck and wealth would be in your house or on your property. You could do this with a potted plant. You could do this with a plant in your backyard. But the key is that you must always keep the plant alive. And every time you feed it water, you pray over it. Plant, I give you water. I ask that in turn, you feed and bring me luck, bring me success, bring me wealth, and bring me fortune. And as long as that plant strong, so too will your luck be. And it will also act as a early warning system. When the plant starts to disease or the leaves start to turn, that might be a warning that someone is working against you or throwing against you or or that there is a future downturn in the economy. You could actually track the cycles of the plant and it will act as an ally warning you in advance. You could also use the plant's leaves in some of your magic. You can take one of the leaves and place it in your wallet so that you carry that luck with you wherever you go. That's really great. Um, 
you know, this is a, a really interesting way to work with the with a money tree. And there's another kind of money tree, which is usually an artisan made um, thing with, um, uh, to, you know, it, it's made of wire, and it's uh, it'll have like sequins or sometimes little coins. You know what I'm talking about, right? They uh, they're made of twisted wire and they look like a little miniature tree, usually kind of like a windswept deciduous tree or oak, a kind of bonsai tree. I have several of them in my collection. They come from all over the world. Some of them have little evil eye beads worked into the tree. And so they're both um, to protect your money and to bring more money. And they have little gold Mm -hmm. coins stamped of thin metal that are hung like fruit in the tree. So those are money trees as well. Those are artificial, but they make a nice little thing, you know, a nice little uh, curio, I guess you could call them. And they come in size ranging from, oh, I guess the smallest I've seen is probably five inches, and I've seen them as tall, maybe as eight inches tall. You can find them online. I used to carry them in my shop, but the people who I got them from uh, retired a long time ago, so you just find them online. Just look for a, a money tree, golden money tree. Nice. Uh, I'm a big fan of lucky coins in this type of working. Lucky coins work really, really well. Um, I was taught that you must find the coin so you come across the penny or whatnot, but you can also use uh, a variety of different symbolic coins. We talked a little bit about coins and their symbology at the Hoodoo Heritage Festival during during the workshops. Um, and so you can find a, a coin that is lucky for you, whether it's a Sacagawea coin, it's a Mercury Dawn coin. Uh, you could find one of those, or you could just you know, pick a coin that you discovered onto the street. But what you then do is you want to fix the coin, take the coin home, smoke it in some fast luck incense or good luck incense, place it under an overturned saucer, and burn good luck candles uh, on it and money candles on it or essence candles on it for nine days or 13 days. These are both considered to be uh, ways of addressing luck, 13 reverse idea of bad luck. So you kind of reverse it. Uh, you then, on the 13th day, anoint the coin with a little bit of oil and then keep it on your person. Keep it in your wallet. Keep it in your purse. Don't lose it and don't give it away. So long as you have that coin, luck will remain in your hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lucky coin is a, a really important part of money luck. And um, I'd say there's a – that reminds me of another spell, which is a, a coin spell that um, it is in Cashbox Conjure but um, by Miss Phoenix – but it actually was originally collected in St. Petersburg, Florida, from an African-American root worker by Reverend Harry Hyatt, who was a folklorist, in February of 1939. And the person he collected it from, he didn't—he lost his num- numbers and names book, so he just had the number, not the name. So he called him informant number 995. And um, this was called How to Have Luck in Business. And this is what the man told Harry Hyatt. You take a penny and cut that penny half in two if you want to be lucky with money. You put one half in your left pocket and leave the other half home, and you're going to be lucky in getting money in any kind of business you go into. That's luck. I've tested that out. That's extreme luck. 
So this is interesting one to me because there's another variant of this which uses lucky stones or lucky rocks, namely the ear bones of drumfish. And there are spells for job getting with these lucky rocks, which are actually little bones from a fish's skull. And they often are also done in pairs. And either you carry them both or you make a mojo with them both. But very often you leave one of them at home and you take the other one with you when you're looking for a job. It's so similar that this guy is using a cut penny and other people would use the two mm. ear bones, the fish autoliths. No, that's wow. great. I love old-timey works like that because most people aren't thinking fish ear bones when they think like <laughs> it's an old, It's an old connection, old-timey work right there. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's old blues songs around it. Um, you know, Ma Rainey saying, "I'm, I'm, I'm going mm-hmm. to New Orleans just to find that lucky rock." Uh, when I was young, I thought, "What's she talking about?" When I said, I met somebody who said, "Here, these are lucky rocks." I'm like, "Those aren't rocks. Those are fish ear bones." <laughs> they're called lucky rocks. Um, and for those who are unfamiliar with them, there is a web page I have about them. It shows what they look like. They, I always say, they look like a miniature hamburger bun. They come in pairs. So if you can imagine, uh, you know, like split peas. They look like split peas, but they're just about the size of a dime. And uh, there's a left one and a right one. And they have a little kind of a, a little groove in them. And on one, that groove takes the form L, and on the other, it takes the form J, because they're bilaterally symmetrical. People always say it stands for Lord Jesus, or it stands for luck and joy. Ah. <laughs> Well, I hadn't yeah. heard the luck and joy one before. That's new to me. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. I love that. You've probably heard of Lord Jesus. Oh, that's yeah, Lord I heard Jesus Lord song. Jesus, but I hadn't heard the luck and joy. <laughs> but that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's probably yeah. both. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> Heidi that's Holton is in the, in the in the chat. She says Lord Jesus. She's heard of him as being Lord Jesus. That is um, so old. But you know, of course, the Native Americans consider them good luck. And um, that was before they were introduced to Lord Jesus. And we don't know what mm. they called those two shapes, the right-hand shape and the left-hand shape. They might have had a name for no, them. They did not have our alphabet. So nature is wonderful mm-hmm. that way. But those are good mm-hmm. for finding a job, absolutely good for finding a job. Keep one at home to carry the other in your pocket, and that will find you a job. It's a good topic. I mean, we've covered yeah. a variety of different spells. Yeah, we've 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 tiptoed through a, a really hundreds of spells. I'm going to again recommend Cashbox Conjure by uh, Miss Phoenix Lefay, 96-page book, nine dollars. There's more than 100 money spells in here, um, and uh, you'll be amazed if you get a hold of this book. It's sold on Amazon and we sell it, of course, at Lucky Mojo and you can find it at other metaphysical shops. All right. Well, we're going to have a client come in and we're going to do a reading. So in order to get us to that phase of our program, we're going to turn this over to Reverend James, who's meanwhile busily growing sassafras in his backyard and Heidi Holton and him are going to go pick it and they're going to make <laughs> charms and spells with it. Take it away, James. Absolutely. Thank you, Miss Cat. Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com, and by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, 
a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by Hoodoo Psychics, the first psychic line run entirely by Hoodoo practitioners. Receive a reading with a trusted root worker instantly. Call 1-888-4-HOODOO or visit hoodoopsychics.com. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritualist Churches, located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and talk to today's client. Our caller is, uh, let me see, Natalie, calling from area code 202 in Washington, D.C. And uh, Natalie, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, welcome. You indicated that you had a reading in um, April of this year. Is that correct? Yes, it may have been later than that, but that's what I do remember. Okay, thank you. And she says that um, she had a reading with Mama Virgie in around June and Lady Muse around July. And she writes, I had negative blocks thrown in my path, creating many obstacles. I was told to cleanse by Miss Cat, Mama Virgie, and Lady Muse. I've done cleansing work for three days, five days, and nine days separately and started protection work. My question is, am I free and cleaned up enough to start doing work to bring in all things that are good, such as a car, a good job, starting my own business, a new rich man, or my own house. Turning it over to you, Miss Cat. All right, Natalie. Well, uh, because I'm um, was one of the people who read for you before, and I know you also had readings with Mama Virgie and Lady Muse. I'm going to have Conjure Man read for you first. Then Deacon Millet will read for you, and then I'll give you some root work advice. Okay. Okay. All right, Conjure Man, take it away. I think I do recall your situation. Your voice sounds very familiar. Uh, I think we've read for for you on the show before, uh, as you've indicated. A quick question before I start. What sign of the zodiac are you? Capricorn. You're a Capricorn, okay. So you are an and as your next reader is a Capricorn, <laughs> and will be able to give you some sound and practical advice. Uh, Capricorns are not uh, long for being without success. They're quite a determined sign in that regard. So I've pulled three cards here to see what uh, the future looks like for you and what you can expect. Uh, the first card is Temperance. Temperance is a very good card. It indicates that the cleansings that you have done have begun the process here. We see a powerful archangel standing on the shores of a one foot in the water, one foot out, and they're pouring water in between two goblets that are joining them together. This is a alchemical uh, card. It is an indication of transformation, an indication of cleansing, an indication of uplifting. There is clearly spirit at work here, and spirit is uplifting you and opening the way. Be a little bit windy, but be patient with it. The work that you have done is on solid foundation. So temperance is a good beginning. It leads us to the next card, the star, which is also a very similar figure of someone on the shore next to a uh, body of water. Here we have a naked woman 
was kneeling down, pouring water into the lake and water into the ground next to it. Above her are the seven sisters, above her are the Pleiades, the stars above that are blessing her. An indication that now it is a matter of time. You are cleansed, you are purified, and you are born anew. This is a woman who is nude under the stars, indicating that you have been born your path has been born anew. And good things will come to you, but you must be patient as a matter of timing now. The star generally, some matter of, um, uh, of the stars, indicates some matter of astrological events, indicates some uh, timing component here. Given that you are a Capricorn, there does seem to be uh, some relationship to what's going on with Saturn. I would probably... Saturn is doing the transits of Saturn, the Saturn being retrograde might play quite a big role here, uh, given that, that you are Capricorn, Saturn governs that particular mindful um, with Saturn, as that might be what the timing here indicates. We do see that you will likely have to do some type of magical work to draw in the good. This is also one of those cards that speaks to two streams of income. As Ms. Kat mentioned earlier in the show, go and li- listen to the archive. You want to develop uh, a strategy in which you're attacking the from multiple fronts, taking a multi-pronged approach, and drawing in goodness from multiple sides. You should be doing magic not just to start business, but to really develop multiple streams of income. So you have your own business and maybe some type of side hustle is going to be crucial. And again, be mindful of timing. You want to really hit the nail when the timing is right for you. The card that we have is the Ace of Cups. You can see that there's a very theme. Water and goblets are shown in all of this, indicating that some type of working with water is going to useful for you. The Ace of Cups is your cup runneth over here. We see golden goblet held in the hand of God as the dove of the Holy Spirit descends and water pours out. Again, we see multiple streams pouring out, indicating that multiple streams of income are likely going to come your way. This is also a very strong indication of wealth and prosperity and good things that will come, but also that of a generous partner. The Ace of Cups is often called a gift card. Like many of the Aces, it is a gift that is being given. Here we see that you will meet some type of individual who will become your partner, and this partner is going to be very generous towards you both emotionally and financially. So they're going to be financial support that comes from this person. This is probably going to be one of those streams of income. So you might have a side hustle, the business that you start, and then you're also being financially supported or at least uh, helped along by this individual. You will likely meet this person and they will probably be a water sign. So look for a Pisces, look for a Cancer, look for a Scorpio, though I'm leaning towards Pisces and Cancer right now. Uh, these will be the indications that the person that you've met is the right person and with them you can build a solid foundation for a good partnership and one that is mutually beneficial and financially beneficial towards you. These are all good indications with a very clear, probably the clearest yes and green light that we have gotten in a long time that the work you've done is successful as you build a solid foundation, be patient, and get prepared to do the right work to draw in the good for you. With that, I turn it over to our brilliant Capricorn, Deacon Millet, who will give you further reading. Good to meet you and happy to, to read for you here. I'm going to use uh, three cards from the Secret Bikini Oracle deck. Um, So a little bit different, but uh, we'll see what they have to say. Um, 
The first card here is Mean and Heavy. This card shows the goddess Kali, and she is stomping on the heads of demons. Um, this is a card of practicality, ruthlessness, and fearlessness. So write down those three words. Make note, you are going to need to be highly practical um, right now. You are, I suggest that you sit down and take a look at the things that need to be ruthlessly cut out of your life or the, the doors that need to be fearlessly opened in your life to, um, to powerfully move you forward. This is a very, very, very strong card, but it is not dreamy. It's, it's, it's totally action-oriented um, and tells me that it is time for you to take action. If there are things you've been afraid to do, now's the time to do them. The second card here is Centering the Present. This card shows a mandala on the surface of the moon. And this is a card of focusing on the here and now. So whatever uh, these things that you need to, to come at so strongly are, um, it may be that they are habits that you need to look at every day cutting out of your life. It may be that there are ways that you routinely spend money constantly that, that are no good and that are going to be tough to pull back from, but you're going to have to do it anyway. Um, it may be that you have some form of work that requires your daily attention. Um, and if so, Center on what you need to do today. And don't let all the things that you should have done yesterday or that you might do tomorrow um, weigh in on this. You've, you need to narrow your focus to what you can do in a single day, day by day. The third card here oh, is great. Um, so the, card, the third card I drew for you is eternal life. And this card shows a goddess with an ankh and the sphinx and um, the setting sun. This is a card of reincarnation. This is a card of marriage. Um, this is just a powerful card of renewal. Um, if, if it points to anything, it points to either um, starting a successful career or a successful business that will be a lifelong career or a lifelong business, and that doesn't happen much anymore. Um, you know, careers are <laughs> kind of a, a, an old-fashioned idea, but this card could mean that for you. This card could also mean a wealthy partner. So um, there may be somebody coming into your life who is going to uh, make your life uh, much easier um, much, uh, well, much more beautiful and who's going to be there for good. This is a card of permanence. So um, you can look, again, like, like Conjurman was saying, there, this, is, this is as positive as you can get. Um, so uh, I, I feel like you are in a really good place um, moving forward. All right. Well, I'm going to... Um, take those two readings because they kind of correlate one to the other. 
and I'm going to prescribe some root work. The first three, which were Conjurman's reading, Temperance has you walking through some water past an angel who pours water from one cup to another, and you walk on out of the water. That says you may have come to the end of your bathing. The second card is the star. It's a naked woman by a pool, and she's pulling up water, presumably to bathe with or to drink. Again, it's another idea about bathing. And the third is the Ace of Cups, which is a cup overflowing with water. So you have done quite a bunch of bathing, and this says to me that this is recognized and is successful. Then going on with what uh, Deacon Millett said, we had mean and heavy, which means you really have to take some control here, be fearless, centering in the present. That's obviously what it is. And then eternal life. So with these two sets of cards show me the bathing has been successful. You have been cleansed in at least three different ways and you should now be ready to move on. So I'm going to give you um, some work to do which is around your next thing. You want to move into attraction and drawing work and that's exactly right. The cards say the time is right. You've done all the cleansing and you're ready to move on. I'd like you to pick Three areas of life. You mentioned several of them, buying a house, finding a rich man. Um, I would recommend finding a man who loves you rather than just a rich man. Um, A good car, a good job, start my own business. So that's one, two, three, four, five different things. That's a little bit much to try to do all at once. I'd like you to pick the three most important of those five projects. And I'd like you to write a little card or letter on a piece of paper um, about each one, what you want to accomplish with a job, what you want to accomplish with um, uh, getting a car, what do you want to accomplish with um, finding a new person to love you, however you arrange these. Each one of these is a little letter. Uh, you can just do it on a small piece of paper. Make it small. I like to do them on Post-it notes, something that size anyway, or a torn piece of piece of paper bag paper that's about three inches by three inches and each one of these i'd like you to keeping with our idea about using um, coins for luck and put a coin in each one and fold those up each one of them is a different wish i want you to um, put them under three plants and this kind of goes back to what Conjuring was saying with wrapping a dollar bill around a cinnamon stick, but that was specifically a money spell. This is a coin. You could also use a piece of lodestone, a piece of lodestone and pyrite. You've heard enough on this show now to get the idea of what we're talking about when we talk about drawing something. Wrap each one up and put it under a different plant, a potted plant, three potted plants, or three plants in your yard. Water them, and I want you to watch them. One will be growing better than the others. Or maybe two of them will grow better than the others. If one of them fails to thrive, set that wish aside for now. If the one that grows the best, I want you to do, as Conjurement said, take a leaf from that plant and put it in your wallet and carry it with you. You can uh, dry it first if you like to. Don't want to get all wet inside your wallet. This is a very simple way to having made something that's going to attract transmuted it into a living plant, and then carry that with you. Some of the plants that are used in this way, rosemary for anything having to do with the home and with love, basil also for the home, 
Time, T-H-Y-M-E, time, is used for money, luck, as is the plant called Lunaria or moon uh, plant or uh, sometimes just called the money plant. And um, there are a number of these living plants, lucky bamboo is another, that you can buy and use. If you have a garden, put it under the um, the garden plants. Plant some bulbs on top, for instance, tulip bulbs or uh, maybe some iris rhizomes, something that will grow and stay with that wrapped up coin, with that prayer, and, and observe those plants because the one that thrives is the one you will get first. When you figure out which one is thriving, then start focusing on that one wish. In other words, by having five wishes, you're spreading yourself thin. Focus down to three, and then of those three, you can find the one that is going to be the one that really succeeds. And uh, I would use any kind of um, knowledge you have about growing plants to make this work for you. You can, if you prefer not to grow plants, you could burn a candle on each one and see how the candles burn, which candle is the cleanest when it burns, which candle is the candle that is um, uh, the most um, sooty, would be the uh, the one least likely to su- succeed. The one that was the clearest would be the one that would be most likely to succeed. I prefer that you try it with some plants, but you can do it with candles. All right, does uh, anybody else, uh, Deacon Miller, do you have anything to add to this spell? Well, I I agree, and as you know, I love candles, but this is not a candle spell to me. Um, this this is about planting and growing, um, and that's what you need to do. Um, I have never heard this spell before, and I'm I'm kind of sitting here stunned because the the combination of magic and divination here is um, so striking. Uh, I think it will be a huge help to you. You know, um, there are a couple of spells like this, but you might not know how they're connected. There is a spell that uh, Johannes Gardbach taught us, and I just mentioned this recently on the radio show, that involves making three little buns, or two little buns. It was for choosing a lover. Between two lovers, you make two little buns and you stick a little straw in them, and one of the straws will burn and the other will not, and the one that burns up is the lover you're going to discard. Wow. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, there are cer- certain of these, I guess these are what I would call spells that contain their own divination. That's why a candle spell would work mm-hmm. for the divination here, but a candle spell is, you know, it's just going to exhaust itself. A tree or plant will keep on growing. Do you have anything to add, Conjurman? The only thing I would add is that uh, I would add just a little bit of bathing. So if you can get um, some blessing uh, bath crystals, bathe in that as one of the first acts you do. Because I thought we have I had all cup cards, and so the bathing ah. here would be a good first step. And then I would suggest that you sprinkle some of the used bath water on your front door to draw in the blessings, and just little bit on the plant as well not enough to because there's a bit there's there's epsom salts in that just a little bit on the plant as well i'm gonna i'm gonna say unless you're a good gardener nicks on that because bath crystals contain salt and epsom salts and that can kill plants yeah epsom salt so i would say on the doorstep yeah yeah on the doorstep or you can use incense to smoke the plant all right well now we're going to turn this over to reverend james uh, don't we have the uh, 
scheduled announcements oh, and network announcements? I, have, I envision, I, you know, I'm so sorry, James. I envision <laughs> you pushing the button. <laughs> Push the button, James. <laughs> The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6. The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix LeFay, Fridays, 1 to 2. And Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 7 to 8. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our free spell segment from our special guest, Deacon Millet of foraltars.com in the high desert of California. Take it away, Deacon Millet. Ah, thank you. So um, this spell is going to be uh, a really good example of principles. This whole, this whole show, if you start at the beginning and you hear all the different things in play, I think this ritual, you'll see how it draws on, on many different principles um, that we've already covered. Um, so uh, I'm kind of pleased with myself here. Um, this is a money-drawing ritual and um, you'll need a glass jar or a coffee can, um, something to hold coins, and a box of some kind, which could be, um, you know, a a little banking box, uh, as has been mentioned before. Um, You'll need a prayer card of St. Expedite, some fast luck or money-drawing oil, some small green candles, a clear drinking glass, a white saucer, and some green onions and parsley. So um, this is a great spell to start right now because we want to begin at the new moon. And um, it's it's a ritual that's not um, made for modern times. Um, If you carry around credit cards and your iPhone and you use Apple Pay, this isn't going to work for you. So you're going to have to go and get some cash if that's how you've habituated your world. You've got to have real money um, to do this. And as other spells have said tonight, at the end of your day, you'll empty your pockets, you'll place any coins in the jar, any bills in the box. And you want to make sure that somehow you've got both every day. So spend wisely. Um, Then you're going to take the glass and fill it with rainwater. Um, You'll need to collect it, but um, that's one of those things. Start with distilled water if you don't have any rainwater. And you're going to put the card, um, the St. Expedite prayer card, leaning against that glass of water. Then I'd like you to anoint a green candle with fast luck oil or some other wealth oil. And you're going to put that at the center of the white saucer, and you'll put some parsley and green onions around the edges. And I'd like you to light the candle and pray Psalms 1, verse 3. The righteous person is like a tree planted by streams of water 
which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Then add the desires of your heart. You can extinguish the candle or you can let it burn all the way. And you're going to do this every day. Okay? Now, at the full moon, once, once the moon has grown to its fullness, you'll place the St. Expedite prayer card in your wallet or your billfold. You're going to take out all the bills from your box, and you're going to teach them to hunt money for you. Um, there are different uh, recipes for this. Um, the one I'm saying is on each corner of every bill, draw a dollar sign in your initials, and then kiss the bill and say, return to me tenfold. Then for the next two weeks, as the, the full moon is growing uh, dimmer and dimmer, you will spend a few of the bills every day. And from the coin jar each day, you're going to take a few coins, put them in your pocket to give to the poor. Um, you can drop those in a church box. Um, you can give those to someone on the street corner. Um, whatever way that you want to give back um, some of your blessings to other people. And then at the dark moon, give thanks to all you've been given and get ready to do the whole process again. And this can be done hard times, good times. Um, it can be a, uh, a ritual that you do every day. So I hope it works for you. Wow. Oh, That's I love a- that's a real commitment, and that's a spell, certainly, to have it last for at least one lunar cycle. That's a commitment, and uh, good for you for teaching that, because so many people you know, think, I'm just going to flip a switch and I'll have the magic, but this is a really good spell. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned St. Expediti, too, because um, he's been um, on our minds lately, and uh, he is the saint of quick results. So when you work with him, you are going to get your results rapidly. And uh, make your wish well, because he will he will provide rapidly if he works for you. If he doesn't work for you, well, just thank him and say goodbye. But uh, if he does work for you, you'll get what you want rapidly. And I've seen him work within 24 hours. Just amazing saint. I love working like this that have a commitment component to them because there is a, we've mentioned this in, the, in our discussion, the more you build stable practice, whether it's an altar, cash box, or any of these other things, the more likely you are able to navigate those uncertain waters, the more you're able to navigate the downturns in the economy or the change in your luck. So the levels of commitment here and, and real good magic takes commitment and it takes time and it takes effort and it builds a discipline and I really love this particular working. Yeah. And building the, the speed of expediti but then also uh, commitment. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And um, one of the things that when people work with St. Expediti usually make him a promise that if he comes through in the allotted time you will give him a reward of some sort. So this is a essentially a 28-day spell, and you might want to consider what that reward is. And if you get what you're looking for in that 28 days, um, 
or at the end of that 28 days, uh, give him a little thank you. Uh, he likes flowers, red flowers or something he enjoys, pound cake, coffee. There's a bunch of things that he likes, and uh, there's a whole tradition associated with working with him and giving him his payment at the end. All right, well, there's our music. Thank you so much, Deacon Miller. That was a cool spell. And uh, we're going to turn this over to Reverend James, and he's going to give us our concluding announcements, and then we'll all come back and say goodbye. Thank you, Miss Cat and Conjureman, and thank you, Deacon Millet of FourAlters.com and the High Desert of California for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers will be Heidi Holton of HeidiHolton.com in Boone, North Carolina, bringing us an Oracle Hour tutorial on tea leaf reading. Once again, we've come to another... So sorry. <laughs> uh, you can find this cat at the... Uh, once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Voodoo Root Work Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find this cat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjureman at conjuremanconsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California. I am your announcer, Reverend James, joining you from folkconjure.com in North Carolina. The Lucky Mojo Voodoo Root Work Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And the shows are available in archives via luckymojo.com forward slash radio show dot html. From all of us at the Lucky Mojo, we'd like to thank you for being here and invite you to tune in next, again next week at the same time when you will hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye, James. I just have a couple minutes here to say a couple of words. Um, I sure hear a lot of static on the line. It's probably those sunspots. Uh, Watch out for the sunspots, folks. Um, If you want free advice on how to do spells, come on over to the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com. You can also... Find that uh, sign-ups for the Facebook Fridays giveaways. We give away free products every Friday. And also, you'll get your link and reminder to the Hoodoo Psychics giveaway of free readings. So there's a lot of good stuff for you waiting you at the forum. All right, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.